Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, we'll join Tony and Lorreen Giorgio with today's message. There's a promise coming down that dusty road. And from His holy hand, healing virtue flows. He's got the keys of what you need. Death and hell He will defeat. There's a promise. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, sponsors of Living with Victory. This is Tony Giorgio. Welcome to Living with Victory. We're going to continue with part two of Are You Being Real with God? Brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Cafe. And again, I'm Tony Giorgio, co-host with my soulmate of 57 years, Laureen. And we are trying to bring you some hope and encouragement through our storms and how we learn to focus on God's promises to either climb the mountain, go around it, or through it with him. And now Laureen will take this into part two with the scripture that follows. Hi, Laureen. Hi, thank you for joining us again today. And I hope you enjoyed the last program that we did. It was part one of Are We Being Real with God? In that message we spoke about is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid. This week we're going to talk about what our part is because it is a two-way street. It's a it's a friendship. It's a fellowship. We did discuss how Jesus when he came and he he was born to go to the cross and die for us because of our sins but he did it out of such love. All the hell, really, that he went through, the beatings and the torture and the thorns on his brow, slashing his side, spilling his water and his blood, pulling out his beard, spitting on him. I mean, he gave his all. He did not come and say, well, I'll just get on there and I'll stay there for five minutes and then I'm out of here. He he gave his all. He came to do it because of his concern and love for us. So this week, we're going to talk about our part. It's our turn now. You know, I hope that you had some time to think about that program and soul search and decide where you are in your walk with him. We all could use getting closer. We all need to grow constantly in him because he is such a wonderful, wonderful God to know. And if you missed it, you know, you can go into the archives and listen again. And if you did hear it, you want to refresh it, do the same. 
Are we letting him in? Are we keeping him out? Are we giving him our all, everything? Or are we still wanting everything from him with the minimum of effort on our part? He didn't hide anything from us. He provided his written word for us to follow. And it's very explicit. It's really very easy. And he never, ever leaves us alone. He is always with us. The second verse of is your all on the altar of sacrifice slain because this is the hymn that was written in 1900. was written in 1900 by Alicia A. Huffman. This song never gets old. It's fresh every day because we have to work to really answer this and to get closer to the Lord. But the second verse of this song says, would you obey his word every day and every night? We will never know just what the Lord has to bestow upon his children until we give him complete control. Give him your heart, your mind, give him your spirit, your soul, give him your thoughts. Give him your ways, your desires. Just give him your body and your soul. Is your heart, does the spirit control? You can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest when you yield him your body and soul. This is such a beautiful song. I don't care how old it is. If you stop and you really think about these words, and you think about your relationship with our Lord, it really makes you stop and think. And then you start to say, am I hurting him because I'm not giving him everything? I'm holding it back just in case it doesn't work. Does that mean you don't trust him? It's a risk to give him everything because you're not going to know. But one thing I could say when I decide to give him everything, I don't understand. I'm not going to make believe I do because I can't think like he thinks. <laughs> I couldn't even come close. When I give him everything and not hold back, he just blesses me. I can't even tell you how he blesses me. I just stand there going, wow, what just happened? <laughs> I have to say he has always been so faithful to me. And, you know, this is very personal. This song is very personal. And I want you to think of it as personal because you have to answer these questions. No one else can answer them for you. He is just so wonderful that you can't even put it into words. And he never, ever leaves you alone if you give him the chance to comfort you and to guide you you know, ask for the wisdom in the situation. He never gives you a short supply. He gives you everything. And there it is. Are we giving him everything? When you're in trouble, first things we go to is a friend, 
we may go to church and try to pray, talk to the preacher, whatever. That's the first thing. The first thing should be, God, help me through this. Jesus, I need your help. That's the first line of defense. Jesus, I need your help. If you get used to that, everything else can fall into place. It's not easy. It's not magic. It takes practice to do things like that. After everything happened to us, we lost the business, we lost our home, we lost the the, the whole materialistic thing that, that everybody counts on, decided to go back to school. Now, mind you, I was a high school dropout. We don't have two nickels to rub together. But they said, well, you can go and take a course. Okay, fine. We go down. Registration day, we registered. And they said, well, that'll be $50, please. Now we're talking 50 years ago. I didn't have five cents, no, $50. I looked at her and she she looked at me. It's like, huh? So we sat down and we prayed, you know, and we prayed about it. And I could sense somebody coming around me. There's this guy standing there and he said, I overheard your conversation from in my office. He said, I'd like to give you the $50 to register. This was the dean of students, okay, overheard it, didn't say you fill out this application, we'll give you a loan. He said, Here's $50 right on the spot. Go up there, finish it off. And I said, yeah, but I don't know if I can pay this back. He said, don't worry about it. I know where you are every day. You'll be here. That was not of man. He may have been the tool, but Jesus sent him to do that because if he didn't have that in his heart, He'd have never done it. So there's an example where my friend Jesus gave me the biggest miracle I needed at that time. Exactly. And I went to school. I graduated the whole nine yards because Jesus was in that school with me. And he worked a miracle for me. You know, anytime God comes through, it's a big thing. Because that's just proving to you that the small things and the big things are equal to him. To him, right. When it's important to us. And because he cares about us. He says he wants to give us the desires of our heart. But when we learned over time that when we pray, now we say your will, your way, and your timing. Because we don't want it any sooner. He knows what's perfect. And we just want it his way. What we're trying to tell you is to lean on him, lean in, grab the end of his garment like that woman did in the crowd, right? Right, with the issue of blood. That's so real to me, that one passage about the woman who had the issue of blood. And there were so many people crowding around Jesus as he was walking by because he was healing so many people. And she couldn't reach him. She just knew that if she could just touch the hem of his garment, that she would be healed. That's what she did. And she was healed. The reason why that story touches my life when we first lost the store and we were sitting in church and the minister was talking about this story in the Bible. And I was having such terrible pains in the left side of my face that no medication could stop the pain. That night, it was like God singled me out 
It was just me and God having this conversation. And I said, you know, Lord, if you could heal her back then, you can heal my face. I'm just going to trust you for it. And I'm going to love you for it. And I'm going to praise you for it right now. And thank you that it's done. I couldn't get to sleep too well that night. But when I woke up the next day, that pain was gone. I just laid it all on the altar that night. I did because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything for myself. I mean, I knew Jesus all my life. And as I say, you know, I know what a wonderful, kind and loving God he is. Even if he didn't heal my face back then, now I know as I walk with him and I'm going to be 77 in January, I just know that he has a purpose for everything and that his grace is sufficient. But he chose to heal me, and I'm very grateful for that. And he knows it. I, I, I thank him often, you know, and I remember that because he has healed me since that time of so many things, cancer. But he is a wonderful father. And when he is allowing you to go through something, it's not to hurt you. It's to bring you up and to train you and to show you a better way. But he's right there with you to make sure that he's going to catch you, that you're not going to fall totally. He's there walking you through it. Because I know what we went through back then, I wouldn't have given up going through at all for anything else because I could see how he trained us. For us 10 years later to start Compassion Children's Foundation for Seriously Ill Children that we did for 25 years, we were advocates. They weren't getting their treatments being sent home to die. And then it was transitioned over to Living with Victory that we're sitting here talking to you about what we learned. So, yes, it wasn't a pleasant thing to go through. Looking back, I understand why he allowed it. We learned how to trust him. You know, we know that it sounds like an awful lot to give up and risk the results, giving him your thoughts, your mind, your ways, your desires, your body, your soul, your heart. But remember who you are giving it all to. That's right. You are giving it all to a God that can be trusted. Who else would die for you? Are you working with him and being obedient to what he is telling you to do? Or are you wanting your own way? Who else would prepare a home for you for eternity with him? Remember, he loved us while we were still in our sin. He loved us first. We can never repay what he has done, not for us and what he wants to do, for we are his children. We're saying this, I guess, because there's never been such a turbulent time in our history that has caused everything that's happened in the last three years. You've got to hang on to that anchor. He's the anchor and he's a living God. That's why we're trying to tell you this. Don't give up. Don't be despaired and, and don't take him lightly. He can get you out of anything if you simply join him. And when I say join him, when they look at you, they see the image of Christ. They know that you're a Christ-centered person. He gives so many blessings and peace and rest. You can't get anywhere else. 
He is a holy God who cannot lie. We know his promises are true. We live it every day. We decided a long time ago to put it all on the altar and have not or will ever regret it. He is always there for us and makes a way if we will be true to him. And when you're hanging on to him and he's hanging on to you, that is a bond no demon in hell can break. So ask yourself, do I have it all on the altar? Am I being real with God or am I holding something back? Because he will never hold anything back from you. You say, well, yeah, you made it. Everything is great. These last three years, we've been exactly like you have. Between the whole family here having COVID, between me ending up with a benign tumor and needing radiation treatment when I went for my cataract surgery. This is recent, okay? And then, of course, tripping over my cane and fracturing my left leg. I'm sitting here talking to you. Five months with a busted leg. So... It doesn't always end there. It ends the tragic part of it because you know that he will keep you going. That's all. And in this day and age, let's not worry about anything. But Jesus is Lord. He is the I am. He always was. He always will be. Psalm 51.10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right persevering and steadfast spirit within me. Don't let go of Jesus. He won't let go of you. So is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? I hope you come up with the right answer when you start thinking about this message today. My prayer is that what we are saying and hearing about our lives, you will take it so deep into your own heart and soul and realize that we're here to help you and to understand that God loves you so very much and that you are not alone and that whatever you're going through, he's going to take you by your hand and he's going to lead you if you allow him, but you have to give it all to him. Take that into consideration and enjoy the years you have with him at your side. We'll be talking to you again next week. And by the way, we're an all-volunteer organization here. We have no paid employees, and we are celebrating 40 years of ministry. And we love every second of it. We love you guys. Just write us and let us know how you like the programs, okay? And for now, this is Tony. And Maureen. Jesus is your umbrella in the storm. Don't you forget it and find yourself a good Bible-based church. Get back to church. We need you. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictorync.org and look for the donate button. That's livingwithvictorync.org. Thanks for listening. Hey!